Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Wrecked Gang presents the Wrecked Bulls coming to Juno and the Cosmos. Let's take a listen. Hey, Bess. How are you doing? Hey, man. Doing good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm driving also. I don't know if you're going to hear the car. (laughs) This is going to be really happy with us. Sound quality. For sure. Today we have a combo. Sorry, Finn. <laughs> Are you back on the, the regular sleep schedule? Yes, this time I'm back. I will have to sleep nice. tonight like eight hours, then I, I will be a normal human. Nice. Uh, I'm glad to hear it. Um, I hope you, you had a fun time. Yeah, that city is quite fun, to be honest. What, what city is that? Prague. Prague? Yeah. That's where people party? Uh, more or less, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it has everything it's needed. I think also... I hear it's 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 pretty cheap, the alcohol there. Everything is cheap in Prague. Kind of oh, jealous, really? Well, that's where we need to do the wrecked gangs meetups. Berserker, I'm you're... pretty sure there's a Prague NFT meetup. I think you're... That sounds cool. Alright, let me know when you want to start. Uh, we got a few bits of uh, news to share with y'all. Uh, best, uh, you let me know when you want to start. Uh. Can uh, can you turn off your micro? Uh, okay, so you do hear the car. Okay. Uh, now much better. Let me share it again on Twitter and then we are ready. Okay. Let's go. Are you still with us? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> okay, park. so let's go. Let's start it. Let's say that uh, it happened a lot in the last week. We had a lot of news. Yeah. Let's say. Uh, Quite also big ones. Finally, we revealed our chain. And uh, not sure who was into it, but in the end, uh, it was Juno, as everyone uh, saw it from the announcement. And uh, also, we had. I would say probably one of the most important parts is that we had the snapshot on the 30th of September of the two collections of the Wrecked Wolf and the Trippy Wolf collection. Then later we'll explain you a bit uh, what that exactly means. And uh, what do we have also on 
in the in the list. Do, uh, am I missing something? Ah, okay, yeah. I would say also uh, the whole the whole uh, whitelist process that is uh, quite strange for my. Not strange, but it's particular uh, because uh, based on uh, how the the people uh, the the direct bull supply outcome will totally depend on the how active and how the the community will will uh, actually claim the the whitelist the whitelist spots. Okay, so. Uh, I would start with uh, with a snapshot, just to describe uh, the <clears throat> what is uh, what does it mean, how uh, how it was done, and also what are the numbers. So on the third of September, we took the snapshot of both collections, Trippy Wolf and Red Wolf collections, and uh, we we haven't thought uh, why we did it because. Uh, as always, our priority was the uh, the, the holders, and uh, we wanted actually to give uh, the priority for the new collection to the holders. And in this case, for each three P wolf and for each wrecked wolf that uh, the holders had on the 30th of September, uh, you are eligible basically for one wrecked uh, bull mint. Uh, that uh, uh, that means that in total now at the moment we have uh, 1.9 k of wrecked wolf and 2.2 k of uh, trippy wolves, and the total is at the moment are 4,100 uh, whitelist claimable. And uh, how the whole process will work? It will be uh, that uh, starting from tomorrow the the holders uh, through uh, <clears throat> through a bot in our discord they will be able to claim those whitelists and not only to claim their whitelist but also there will be an opportunity to also burn part of uh, also to not uh, if they decide to not burn but also if uh, some of them will decide to burn uh, uh, part of their whitelist uh, they will be allowed to do that. Uh, why we are doing this? Because uh, <clears throat> it allows the wrecked bull collection to be uh, flexible in terms of supply. And uh, that, um, in our case, we will have a collection that is more driven by the community demand. So uh, let's... And uh, it is something that uh, it's it's not quite normal that uh, when someone is minting a new collection, they are telling you we don't know the the supply. In this case, also it's not in the team's hand. the The final result it, it will be really more driven by the community. How how much the community will be able to mint, and especially how many still active members, and so on. And that will be a pretty interesting gamification, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a unique process. I haven't uh, seen it done before. 
so upfront, right? Like you guys tell us if you're willing to mint and we'll adjust the supply according to the demand. I think, you know, it's an interesting process. We'll see how it goes. Hoping that it works out. Um, obviously, it's also a very tricky market. So for us, it's difficult to kind of gauge the interest compared to when it's a full-on bull market and whatever supply we put out, people will mint because y'all are degens. Um, so I think it's a innovative concept and um, hoping that, you know, if it does work, that people kind of do this in the future. Because I see a lot of collections kind of going with 10K or whatever number, and usually the number is too high. Um, and then there's just not enough demand. And then, you know, when it doesn't mint out, people see this as kind of a failure, even though it, it's not really, it, it isn't. Um, but then there's like a lot of, you know, contingency plans where they have to burn the excess supply or adjust the collection size. Um, and why not just kind of do that up front and, and see if people really do want to be minting this, uh, to me or to us, it kind of makes sense. Um, but we'll see, <laughs> uh, maybe it theoretically it makes sense, but in practice it doesn't, uh, so um, we're, we're, we're here for the experiment as well. <laughs> exactly. And the thought, uh, just uh, I'm reading in the chat some, some questions. It is the total supply, it uh, will be uh, basically composed by two main parts. At the moment, it is how many whitelists will be claimed by the, by the holders. And then uh, the whitelist that will, uh, will give away to some of the, the best communities in the Cosmos ecosystem. Then regarding the, the public part, uh, we still didn't decide if to, to put uh, some of the, of the whitelist on public. Not whitelist, but some of the NFTs on public. That, uh, in the end, whatever from the total of the claimed whitelist, uh, all the NFTs that will not be uh, minted in the, uh, in the whitelist phase, all those, they actually will go to the public. So at least those will be for sure public. On top, uh, we still uh, have to decide if we want to add or not more to the public. Yeah, um, we do have to have like a set amount of mints. I think, um, or I guess, you know, from a collection making standpoint, when you're making a collection and developing rarities and, you know, um, cause you are creating these NFTs, you need a collection size. You can't just say, well, we'll just generate them as we go. Right. It doesn't work that way. Um, well, it could, but it, it doesn't work that way. Usually how it works is you, you generate them and you generate a, a, a set amount. So if it's 1,000 NFTs, well, you generate them, you adjust the rarities. So, you know, the rare looking ones are, are rarer. Um, and then that's what's minted. Uh, but if all of a sudden you cut that supply to 100, 
then the rarities are all over the place because you know that that's the, the rarities were made for for a collection of one thousand, not one hundred. Um, you might be kind of missing some NFTs, and and it's just uh, it gets messy. Uh, so usually, you know, there is a set supply that we're gonna have, um, and and probably that will be kind of the the supply that you know corresponds to the people that want to mint. Um, but if ever they on mint day they decide not to mint, well then we're kind of gonna have to. Uh, leave those to public mint or, or, you know, some other person that didn't have the chance to mint uh, is going to mint it. So yes, there, there probably will be a public, um, and there will be a fixed supply. We're just saying that the fixed supply is going to be decided by, uh, this white plus whitelisting process. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. So we're, we're very excited about this. Um, we're also excited about being, Hopefully, the the first <laughs> uh, NFTs interoperable between the Cosmos and the EVM. So basically, how that's going to work is you're going to be able to migrate your NFTs from Juno to Secret to Ethereum to Polygon and back to let's say Terra 2.0 if that floats your boat. Um, <laughs> and, and that's going to be like, you know, the full experience. Why are we doing this interoperability idea is one, well, we kind of were multi-chain from the start. That was always our vision at Rec Wolf is to be multi-chain and to kind of, uh, promote crypto in general and to look for opportunities on every chain, but hopefully there will be some good use cases uh, and one use case that we're actually doing right now is Rec Wolf is in the metaverse and that metaverse is on Ethereum. So technically you can't play with your trippy wolf in that metaverse because it's on Polygon, uh, which is unfortunate. But hopefully in the future, you'll just be able to move your trippy wolf to Ethereum and play in the metaverse with your trippy. Then you can move back to Polygon and play some game. Um, and then move back to Juno and maybe be part of some DeFi protocol by using your NFT as the key to that DeFi protocol. So there's a lot of really cool things you can do in the multi-chain. Um, it's just, you know, these use cases are starting to pop up and, and we're super excited and, and bullish about it. And having that as a foundation, right? Uh, it's just, it's kind of good that we have that interoperability protocol in case any of these chain fails, but also it future-proofs your collection. So you're, you're kind of not stuck on one chain and you can take advantage of opportunities that may present themselves. So um, it's just kind of like a future-forward, uh, you know, perspective or idea that we had. Yeah, and also I'm reading from uh, Horn that he's saying that, okay, I think the multi-chain is amazing, but if... Uh, there is any chain if we fragment the collection so much there isn't one specific place to buy that collection so for example if i want to uh, go open see um, hopefully and in general at this point with the nfts we are we are at stage zero because we are still discovering the whole potential of uh, the nfts uh, and i hope really i truly hope and uh, I envision that now 
having the NFTs on the marketplace, it's only the smallest part that we can do with an NFT. And uh, what is coming for them is also, as Berserker was saying, also integration with the different uh, type of chains with the metaverse or or even DeFi protocols. That is incoming and it will be a slow process in which uh, then uh, this, uh, this gap between the NFT communities and uh, all the products that are being built on uh, uh, in the blockchain, then slowly, slowly it will get uh, it will get bridged by by the new NFTs uh, that will have uh, the interoperability and that will be flexible to 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 adapt and also to be used in in all these different uh, <clears throat> blockchains or for all these tools. And you no, know, it is. It is okay, for example, to have one specific chain or one marketplace or uh, where you can uh, sell or buy the NFTs. But in the end, also, it's very, very good that the NFT, it is already uh, prepared or ready uh, <clears throat> to be uh, to be moved to or like to be used on the, the different chain or like even if someone likes a specific game that is a niche, and no one from the community is using it, but you want to use it because you are a fan of it. You are free to do it, and no one, uh, and there is no big, uh, like there are no big difficulties in this case. And once once you want to to list it again, then you can come back on the on the main marketplace or like where there is more liquidity and so on. So it will be really interesting to see how the whole NFT space will evolve in the next six months, 12 months, 18 months. Probably we'll have in like in 18 months even something different. And uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Yeah, and I guess Zulian is going to be talking about the multi-chain marketplaces, but those exist. So. Uh... I'll let Zulian detail that, but, you know, kind of having that capability up front, I think is super important. And we were always about being multi-chain from the start. So that's exciting. We're accomplishing the vision and also being, I think, the first multi-chain DAO. Um, I'm not sure how many multi-chain DAOs there are really, but <laughs> we'll, we'll just say we're the first because it's been a long time and, and we've been on, on, on you know, uh, multiple chains. So go ahead, Xulian. Maybe you can explain how this will work in the future with the marketplaces. Yeah, sure. Um, so there are some, especially on EVMs, like Layer Zero, there's Togo NFT, which has multi-chain, but I think you're you're missing the point a little bit on the fragmentation because um when it comes to migrating your nfts i think in the future uh with developments and so on if someone is migrating their nft they're not migrating it because they want to sell it they're migrating because they want to use it somewhere and that's where it becomes interesting because it almost you're you're essentially saying you want to exit the market or you want that nft to exit the market because you want to activate it somewhere else so it's not so much a fragmentation of a marketplace it's more an activation of a different utility and kind of a as it were with uh punks being staked or other um nfts that get staked or locked in some other way um that's uh, how i would view it 
at least. Um, but yeah, there's definitely multi-chain um, marketplaces that are popping up a lot. The Mint now is definitely doing something actually with Axelar, but uh, the biggest one right now is Tofu NFT, if you want to look at those um, multi-chain NFTs. Yeah, Axelar C, I think, is the name of the Axelar one that, that's coming up. They have a really cool UI and video if you want to check it out. And Tofu is is live, so uh, they exist. So, you know, uh, modern problems require modern solutions, the meme goes. <laughs> Okay, very cool. So yeah, that that's like a little word on the multi-chain tech. And uh, I think we're gonna, and, and Beth spoke about the snapshot process as well as the dynamic whitelisting. Now we're gonna talk about, I think the last bit that came out of that mirror article is the, the, the on-demand reveal. That's kind of like a wink to our friends, our secret network as well on, on you know, on the Cosmos. And obviously, you know, we're very inspired by some of what other projects are doing, like Rengo, which I paper handed, it seems. We're not going to talk about it, but uh, <laughs> basically, you're going to have the option after you mint to either reveal your bull or keep him in the barn. And it's really fun. I, I tell you guys, it's really fun to have that delayed mint or that delayed reveal process. Because, uh, you know, do you have the diamond hands to kind of wait it out and keep your bull in the barn? Or do you want to check them out? And if you hit a common, well, obviously your common is going to be probably lower than the floor price of the barn. But if you hit a, a rare or, you know, something that's very much in demand, then that will be higher than the floor price of the barn. So there's like an element of, you know, gamification and like, uh, it's almost like opening your present uh, or maybe your Christmas gift. And, uh, you know, you just want to keep the surprise for a little longer uh, or you want to exchange that gift, right, for something else. And you don't even know what's inside. Um, I think it's super fun and it's going to be kind of a first on Juno as well. So um, I think people are going to love it. And uh, it, it's just kind of a really cool thing to, to have. Um, yeah, uh, for the collection. Yeah, I think the real chats will be the ones uh, revealing one Red Bull per week. You know, it's like having every week one and uh, one mint. That would be cool. <laughs> but I'm not sure who will resist. Yeah, well, you know, you can have like reveal parties or uh, a lot of different things. You know, we all get together and we open them up or... Uh, I'll trade you mine for yours, and then we reveal them, and then you had the rare one, and then I feel scammed. So anyway, a lot of cool things you can do with it. Uh, and it, uh, for the future, I truly believe that that's how NFT projects should be revealing. I, I think that should be kind of like uh, the standard practice, unless unless you're doing something on-chain, like on-chain NFTs where they're super pure and they're super like, on chain and and there's like immutability there um <laughs> then you know you you don't want to have that uh kind of metadata switch but uh if you're not doing on chain uh, then then have fun with this way what's the alpha the, mr guys what's the alpha the fun without you <laughs> how are you doing me 
I'm good, man. I'm good. Just got done with the wedding, and uh, so I have to join the spaces now. So quickly. <laughs> no, you we. Give me the alpha. You're just talking about the same things that we already know about, and wasting people's precious time. <laughs> no, we already said all the alphas. You're late. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but V, you had the call with the team before. They didn't have that call, so for them, it's new. We got to repeat uh, this. That yeah. Makes sense. That yeah, makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. That, as for you, it's boring maybe, but for them, it's all new. So, <laughs> and, you know, I, I do want to kind of uh, say, I guess a little word on the collection. We haven't spoken about it. Um, to me, my favorite collection is the Wrecked Bulls. Um, my second favorite is the wrecked wolf and then it's the trippy wolves and i guess some people really love the art of the trippy wolves because it's so wild and trippy but i prefer the classic style and what i really like is 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 the you know the characters or the storytelling you can build out out of a collection and i feel like the bulls have i think they have so many traits right because we built it out to be I think uh, almost a 10K collection is obviously not going to be 10K, not even close, but there's a lot of traits. And therefore, there's a lot of eye and mouth traits that you can play with and really kind of have these very unique personalities uh, that stand out in, you know, in all that lore and, and the comics we put out. Um, so th that's kind of my favorite aspect is, is kind of envisioning what these characters would be like in a cartoon or... Um, in some some movie and the bulls really stand out and they really shine in terms of their expression in my opinion so i'm super excited about you know the art of this collection and the the the, the storytelling that we can kind of <laughs> uh yeah push because the characters are so cool i kind of agree with you uh and i would say that and then the Red Bull is uh, something in the middle between the Red Wolf and the Trippy Wolf because our artist went from one extreme to the another one. And then with, uh, with the Red Bull, it's, he took inspiration from the both collection and he put even more creativity. And the fact that uh, we have much more traits than in the Red Wolf, it's, it's, uh, it's really diversified and you can really have a lot of new characters and they, they are really alive. That's that's impressive because I had some doubts in the beginning uh, about uh, not having the same result as with the Red Wolf, which also the Red Wolf, it's really, really, you can see the pain or the joy or like the wreckedness in each wolf. And I was afraid to not, uh, to not have the same vibe and not the same feeling with the bulls, but no, I I am amazed of the result, and I'm really really excited to see the whole collection. I have to say, I have to say, for me, my favorite is definitely the wrecked. Uh, trippy art was great, but the wrecked is just something special, and uh, the way that we've been able to integrate it into web, the metaverse, I find myself shilling it a lot. Um, I think it's because I love the game and how it's uh, how, how we're able to actually use. All right, Wolf. I remember one of the first Twitter spaces I attended was of Hellcats in February after I became a holder. And one of the things that I had asked them, because the first cat that I bought was a Kobe, a basketball Hellcat. 
And my question was, oh, guys, and this was me, just my first Twitter, uh, my first space. Uh, as I've, I've become a NFT community member, I have no clue about communities or crypto. And my first question was, oh, so when can I use my Hellcat in the metaverse to play basketball or to play something else against potentially the Lunar Bulls? And uh, now, I re- in hindsight, I realized like after a month later when I became more active that that was such a stupid question. Like no one, there, there wasn't that infrastructure in place and no one was even thinking of doing that. Um, but now that I've actually seen my Rekt Wolf, well, the Rekt Wolf avatar being used in web and potentially being able to use any Rekt Wolf in the metaverse, it's uh, it, it's amazing. V, we know you're shilling the metaverse because you hold land in the metaverse. That That's really the, you know, uh, but I agree. I, I think it's it's super cool. Uh, I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to their update as well so we can play some more and hopefully we can play with the public because right now the entry point, I mean, they, they've pumped, right? They're like at almost like 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5 ETH. Um, it, it's pretty steep to, to play, you know, a 2D game with your friends. Uh, so I'm hoping that they have like uh, a public, um, you know, phase very soon, so we can all play together. Yeah, I mean, we say this about the land being expensive, and a lot of the time you guys say that wrecked wolves are expensive, but at the same time, we we still see uh, projects like uh, Hellcats. They've been able to do sales uh, around 2,000 matic, and even the cats are going five, six hundred matic, which is around the same price as uh, the small apartment. And in terms of utility, the only utility we've gotten from the Hellcats is a lot of pipe, pump, and hoodies. And in terms of the apartments from web, uh, there is that utility of being able to play those games and obviously uh, the utility that they're going to bring. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's about PFP projects and things that come with them. I'm going to stop now. Cool. Let's let's shift back to Regbull. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's open it up also to the questions. Uh, so if, if any of you wants to to speak or to to ask anything, V, I'm happy uh, you were at the wedding during the GP birthday party spaces because. Uh, I think you would have funded that one too. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it was a good one. I, I think the vibes were really good. So and uh, they're definitely a historical NFT. Um, so so there's some value in there too, right? Utility um, can be easily reproduced. Um, I think web have an edge in terms of metaverse development and then being a massively you know multiplayer game we've seen that they can pull in like four or five thousand players at the same time so the server can take it definitely some some but but that doesn't mean somebody else can't come up in a few months and launch their metaverse that's better than webs and everybody's gonna go there right uh, versus something like Hellcats or wrecked wolves which which have that unique IP brand, right? You, you can't just, you know, if you do another Wrecked Wolf, 
you'd be doing a derivative and basically you'd be shilling wrecked wolf actually because we'd be like oh that's cool that's a derivative of wrecked wolf we're the ogs buy us uh just like crypto punks right <laughs> everybody doing punks but who does that benefit the most is actually the og crypto punks because they're the ip they're the brand uh they're kind of like the originals and and that brand or art cannot be reproduced so what I'm trying to say is you can't really compare utilities like game like 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 metaverse versus a PFP collection because uh, the upside is is not the same, the utility is not the same, and and they're just different things. So, anyways, rambling. No, definitely. But even comparing like Ethereum or Solana PFP projects, like we've realized, like when Luna used to be on the top, like in hindsight, uh, just to think about it, that we were we were spending uh, thousands of dollars on basic PFPs on Luna when we could have invested the same amount on Ethereum into potentially buying some blue chip projects. Um, but, but I guess that just shows the liquidity that we had on Terra and uh, the faith that people still have in, in those projects. But in, in my point of view, I think I'm better off spending in a, upcoming pfp project like we recently had renga and i completely faded them and did not uh invest in them uh, zerka you kind of got wrecked by them too but you did take some really good profits um but i, I mean to, to be honest right now aside from I mean, I mean i'm not even investing much in trippies i have bought a few um but i'm, I'm mainly just looking at things in potentially ethereum or solana and uh, not really looking at investing in the wrecked Luna projects anymore. But again, everyone has a has a right to invest wherever they wish, and if they really believe in a team and a project, they should they should go for it. I'm gonna shut up now. Yeah, no, no, it's a good point. I think you know this is what I was getting to uh, as well. Is there's just a lot of upside. Um, to some of these art projects on E4 or Soul, um, for you know the amount you invest, like I, I don't know how much I paid for Renga. They, they were quite pricey, right? I think they were. So, but the upside is that they go to five E, <laughs> right? Right. So that that's like for now, like something on on Polygon to do a ten X. Um, Maybe it's possible, but but I kind of agree with you here that um, it, it's 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 maybe a little riskier. Then again, they could all go to zero, and then you know, <laughs> there's that too. So, um, anyways, we're 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 not talking about the rec projects now. We're just talking about investment strategies. So, different different topic. Yeah. Cool. So I just had a couple more announcements for the rec bulls, and then we can kind of shit talk. You know whatever you want to shit talk about V. Uh, <laughs> so um, we did the new website. There's going to be a new website. I think it's going to be launching tomorrow for the Wreck Bulls uh, and the Wreck Wolves and the Trippy Wolves. So it's super cool. Um, I think uh, Aldenal and Kudo did an amazing job. We have a new art piece as well that's going to be launching at the same time. Uh, Bess and I agree that it's our favorite art piece. So hope you enjoy this new website. V, I don't know if you saw it already. I don't know if Aldenal sent you the link or not. Um, I've never spoken to Aldenal. 
I don't think I have. No, no. I've not received the link. You I don't can send it to you. me. It's okay. I said you can send me the link. Anyways, we have the website that's going to be launching tomorrow. The snapshot and the form will also launch tomorrow, as best mentioned. So we're going to start collecting your Juno addresses. Don't forget to fill that out. Super important. And we have a few partnerships uh, that we'd like to announce. So we have something with Derby Stars. Uh, it's for their random boxes. It, it's more of a giveaway and it's all up to luck. But uh, if you do win one of those random boxes, I think uh, they're worth a lot in the future. You might win a horse and you might even win a rare horse. So um, floor price on that is like three to 500 Matic. So uh, kind of a really cool giveaway. We also have a partnership with uh, the Pepe's trading team. Uh, you'll see it's kind of like a fun contest. Anyways, they're going to do something cool. and. Uh, Finally, we're going to have poker with uh, Remy, uh, Remy Teto, who's a, who is a big member of uh, Luna Fishart. He's sponsoring a new poker tournament. So if y'all like poker, I know we had Hellcats poker yesterday, uh, but we're going to also have poker with him. And, and he's going to be giving away Kuji as well as Dust from the gods. So <laughs> that, that, that was kind of funny that he suggested to give away Dust. Uh, he wants to kind of do like some sort of cross chain thing with the gods. I don't know if the gods are going to come and play to our poker, but he, he, he has a lot of followers. So maybe, um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a cool poker tournament that we're going to have this Wednesday. So those are kind of the partnerships we got lined up for the week. And obviously we're going to have lots of partnerships with, I see the space apes here. Um, we're going to be giving away whitelists to them for rec bulls. They're, super strong you know community hero i see that as pfp too so look out for partnerships in the future there's a lot of them lined up any questions the Zulian, janice uh, or if anyone has a question please you know feel free to speak up sure i'll ask a question because i'm still a little confused and slow on the whole last uh supply um is it gonna work? We first accept, like, we first accept the whitelist we want, and then if we don't mint all the ones we want, those go to public. Is that kind of the flow process? No. So suppose you hold two wrecked wolves, and you only want to mint one bull. Okay. The other one, I'm and not minting it. So what we're going to do is we're going to burn it and basically the final supply is going to be whatever it is, minus one, because you don't want to mint it. So we're not going to give it to the public. It's just burned. So kind of that's how the elastic supply works is you as a rec wolf holder or a trippy wolf holder decide what the final supply will look like by saying how many bulls you want to be minting. Um, Obviously, you know, if you want to mint more, that's up to you. Uh, you'll get the mint more. They're, they're, they're going to be really cheap in terms of mint price because we understand it's a difficult market. Um, so it's at least kind of, I think, a fourth or a third of uh, 
you know, the floor prices of, of, of a trippy or a wrecked. So um, it's, it's like two digit floor price, right? <laughs> two, two digit mint price. So that they're pretty cheap. So couldn't understand why you'd like the mint more. But then again, if you just want to mint a few, because someone like V has 20, I think, wrecked wolves, or I don't know, uh, but he'd only like them in five, that's fine, right? You can, you can, and those 15 that he doesn't mint will be burned or removed from the final supply. All right, and then how, how is the public uh, mint defined? So if you say, you know, again, the same example, two, I'd like to mint one, and then you forget to mint the one you were supposed to mint, but you told us you'd mint it, well, we're going to give it to the public, you know? So basically someone will take your spot if you end up not minting, you know, your, your, your rec pull. All right, cool. Well, then I think I had it relatively understood. Cool. And is the, the design, um, decision time gonna come out anytime soon or we're not you're not you've already said too much uh decision for what for how many we choose to mint well no well it, it will depend on on when you guys kind of fill that form out right is that form live i'm so out of touch yeah the form's not live don't worry man we're, we're all we're all hypothetical now <laughs> V speaks in so many ultimatums that it just throws me off. Uh, Vorn is asking if there's roadmap updates. Yeah, so for us, um, we're doing a, a new roadmap, or I don't know, I think we called it Roadmap 2.0. Kind of unoriginal as a name now, whatever. <laughs> it's going to be called Roadmap 2.0. So when the website goes live, there's going to be few roadmap elements to it or from roadmap 2.0, but we're still working on it and it will not be a graphic roadmap. So I know a lot of projects do this uh, and I think they're cool. We're going the complete opposite because we think we're cool and we want to be different. So it's going to be a Git book. So we're going to basically update our Git book I don't know if you remember, we had one for rectals. It's pretty, you know, it, it was pretty nice back at the day, but it's definitely outdated. So our objective, or we're going to have that updated by the mint of rectals, obviously. And we're going to talk into detail about, you know, our vision for the project um, and roadmap elements that we like to incorporate. It is crypto. Things change all the time, right? So it's kind of hard to uh, <laughs> stick to a roadmap. But uh, some of the you know elements that we're going to integrate in there, or I guess all of them, are feasible, right? And 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 we hope to accomplish them. Like roadmap 1.0, we accomplished everything there, I think, pretty much. So now with roadmap 2.0. We're going to aim high, but something that is actually feasible and something that we can truly accomplish. We're not going to say we're going to build out, you know, uh, a metaverse or a game like the super complicated 
shooter or something like that that we don't have resources to do or or even the, the will or, or the want to do something like that but um yeah elements that we can accomplish in that new roadmap will be in the gitbook i hope that answers your question born so it sounds like um at the time we felt the discord bot uh, we're going to have to decide how many whitelists we want. Uh, are we going to know the, the price at that time? So the price is a range, okay? Um, I guess we'll have to give you that range, but it's... <laughs> I'll give you the range. So I, I don't want to like commit to anything, but it really depends on the supply. So if we have, you know, 3,000 people that want to mint or 3,000 whitelists that are filled, we're going to reduce price because the market cap, you know, is going to be too high if we ask for for something high, right? So it, the price is basically also dynamic and dependent on the supply. We can give you a range, um, so basically something between forty and you know seventy dollars or something like that. But it's still going to be depending on how many you decide to mint. Because if you decide to mint more, well, then they're going to be cheaper. If the, you decide to mint less, well, then they're going to be a little more expensive. So I hope that makes sense. I know you're like telling you there's no supply and there's no mint price. And you're, we're asking you, how many would you like to mint? Uh, but we're hoping that, you know, by giving you a range and you can kind of gauge your interest in the collection. So does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, thank you. I, I, I mean, I, I understand it's difficult, you know, to uh, set these kind of parameters uh, given the, the innovativeness of what you're doing. So, uh, thank you. Yeah. So it, it won't be it won't be more than like eighty bucks. That's for sure. Or or even I, I don't think it'll be more than seventy bucks. Um, but it won't be less than than thirty dollars. So I don't know if that gives you kind of like a a pretty wide range, obviously. But but that price will shift according to the supply yo guys what's up hey chubby sorry if I... what's up man i'm super excited for uh for the bulls super cute uh pfp got sported over there but sorry if i missed this with the supply um hypothetically like if all four 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 uh say they want to mint and they do mint um there's like the public allocation is just the difference between that list you mentioned and the supply of Red Wolf, Trippy Wolf? Yeah, pretty much. Um, we're going to be giving some whitelists as well to communities. I mentioned, you know, uh, the Space Ape Society. And if, you know, they give away some whitelists and those people don't mint, well, that's going to be going to public. But basically, that's it, right? It's all the unminted stuff from the whitelists. That'll go to the public. Um, I'm not sure we'll have a big public uh, phase. Got you. Okay. Appreciate it. Two digits, guys. 99.99 win price. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just we playing. Can't, we can't hear you, Zerker. Finn is going to have so much fun annoying you later. Can you hear me? Yeah, better now. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, kind of not in my house. Anyways, I said it's going to be cheaper than 100 or 99.99. Um, likely more in the. 30 the 80 dollar range i'm giving that wide range there well it seems like you leaked it also depends on the total supply so if everyone chooses to burn it will be more expensive 
maybe something along those lines. Yeah, but then there's less of them. So, you know, uh, I guess what you could do is not burn them and then leave them to public, but then it probably might not mint out and there's less profits for you. So kind of have to be smart about it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, the only thing I guess I, I will ask you guys to, 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 to be fair and, and try to kind of go with what you truly want to mint and go with the number, you know, and if you want to mint five, then mint five, it's good. If you want to mint less, fine, mint less. Don't, don't kind of try to gain too much. Go with what you're feeling and what you think is right um, and what you're actually going to be doing. Yeah, the, the, the Ponzonomics on the JPEGs are on point. I really like it. It, it feels like a UST 2.0. Yeah, it's uh, backed by the Costco hot dog as well. So if you're not satisfied with your rec bowl, we'll redeem it for one Arizona iced tea and one Costco hot dog. So the first collection backed by um, trash food that's super stable in pricing. <laughs> Space Apes, you got a question? Uh, yeah, guys, just uh, sorry, I might have missed it when, when I came on. Uh, sorry, but I was a little bit late, uh, late coming to the space. I wanted to ask you guys with whitelist, um, is there a, a time period where you'll be given to mint your whitelist, or is that open until kind of week closed, or is, is there a time frame? Um, and secondly, have you got an estimation of what kind of volume you're looking at against what whitelist we've currently got at the moment and when does that whitelist close yeah well for the whitelisting process we have to whitelist people for the your, your next... audio is rocking it seems like my internet's bad here can you hear me yeah better now okay i gotta stay here it seems um yeah, so you guys are going to, we haven't started the whitelisting process and you guys are going to get whitelists. We're looking, you know, to take about two weeks for the whole process uh, to conclude. And then for the mint, basically it is mostly a whitelist mint. So you'll have time to mint. We're going to give you time. Don't worry about that. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Uh, the question on volume, I'm not 100% certain what you mean by that. Could you kind of give me an example? Um, I, well, with the time thing, I was only meaning because so many people within Cosmos are on so many different time zones. Um, because some people, like say, have a, a shorter window for whitelist before it goes public. So that's the reason I want to kind of ask you the question about how long you're having the whitelist open for. Um, and the second reason, uh, was the second question, the volume was, do you have an anticipation of what volume you're looking to achieve against what's expected? Um, think, volume, uh, trading volume, or is that what your question is about? Or uh, trading volume? Like, could you clarify your, your definition? No, not of trading. Not, not trading volume. Like, what's your expectation? I, I know you've not opened a whitelist yet. What's your expectation of whitelist to come on board? Oh, Smokey, sorry, Smokey's calling me. What's the expectation for someone to uh, uh, with the project? how many you're looking to take on or how many you're minting in that time period? Is there, do you have an expectation of what, 3,000, 4,000, yeah. 5,000? Yeah. 
So I, I guess I'm expecting two thousand. Uh, Bess is expecting three thousand. So we, those are kind of our expectations. I'm expecting two thousand. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm more bearish. He's more bullish. Uh, we'll see what people do. And um, yeah, so about two to three k is 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 what we think is going to happen. Thank you for that, guys. Yeah, no worries, and sorry about my audio quality. I think Warren had a question on the barn door NFT or barn NFTs on the reveal. So if if there's is there gonna be a trait uh, sheet as with the past um, mints, and then with that, could we be guessing how many rares are left to be revealed? Um, how's that? Is that gonna be relatively available? Yeah, you could. You could try to guess how many rares are, are revealed, or if there's no more rares revealed, well, then you're not revealing your barn. Um, you know, it's a pretty sizable collection, so even if there's like 500 unrevealed, it's going to be hard to guess. But if, you, if that's your fun, we're going to open it up, and you can have fun kind of trying to guess if you're going to get a rare or not. <laughs> Love it. I um so I think I'm trying to go through the chat. I forget who it was saying oh that answers that if yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, if you give Fehu and I a couple extra wolves, we're happy to do a weekly uh opening for everyone. <laughs> um you're gonna do that on uh Burb's Nest, Exilian? Oof, uh, that's a little bit of a hard sell. Uh yeah. I'll try. Actually, I did. I did show them the other day. Cause, cause that can be arranged for for you know for some prime YouTube content. <laughs> Amir, you had a question. Yes, hi guys. Um, lo love your project and uh, the way you, the way you're doing this new mechanism with uh, the burn supply and and all this. Um, I did not catch every every detail yet. I I, I had a busy uh busy week so um, i wanted to ask you the total supply uh, if without without counting whatever whitelist will be burnt that's the first question i had well we we just collected all the wrecked and trippy wolves addresses and i think if no one burns their whitelist and everyone absolutely every single person gives us their juno address and max mints uh, I think we got 30, uh, it's, it's almost 4,000, 4,000, uh, you know, in terms of supply, but I'm absolutely confident that it won't happen. Like, you know, we lost some people in there. We took a snapshot of some people that were inactive almost. So, um, I'm expecting, you know, like Beth said, he's expecting 3,000. I'm expecting 2,000. So. It's kind of hard to say, but the absolute max is is 4K. Great. And an another question is: Is there going to be like a whitelist possibility for like um, maybe like um, giveaways and stuff like that, or people that join new new people joining? Yeah. So uh, we won't be doing giveaways, or, or not going to be doing a lot of them. But communities like Redacted Club. Um, are you know prime in in terms of communities that we'd like to give whitelists to, and then Redacted can decide how they distribute 
ideally we'd like you know redacted to give the whitelist to people that they think are are uh, contributing in their community, like valuable members of their community that deserve a whitelist. We we'd love you guys to do that, but obviously we can't be doing too much policing. And we're gonna give you guys the whitelist, and then you will decide how you distribute them. Ideally, give them to people that you know care and and will be minting. <laughs> Well, cool, cool. Very nice. Thank you very, very much for answers and have a, have a good day. Merci, toi aussi. Um, and just to add, Merci. right, um, there won't be a lot of opportunities for individual whitelisting. It, it, just to kind of clarify that, we're going to be giving whitelist as lots to strong Cosmos communities is what we used as a term. But basically, you know, if you're a Cosmos community and you have a project that's not rugged, will consider you uh, strong, definitely redacted counts as strong. So you will get, you know, uh, an allocation. Okay. Um, any more questions, Julian? Thanks for helping me out here. <laughs> oh, good. I got you. These two busy shit posting and fudding a wedding. Uh, I knew it. Uh, yes, he's not even honest, doing that. He's not even doing that. Not even this. Um, he had one job. <laughs> one question. Uh, what's the DAO going to do with uh, all their whitelists? Because they do have a couple trippies and a couple wolves. Um, is there going to be some type of max burn on the DAO side or max mint? Or we still have to vote on all that? Yeah, well, we thought we we're going to mostly burn them. So... It's going to be mostly a burn. We might save a few for the DAO, right? Um, and that'll be that. Oh, and yes, Trendy Viral will also get some whitelists because y'all are cool and we love you guys. <laughs> are you guys in touch with the Loop Marketplace a lot? Um, any word on major feature updates coming from them or anything like that? Um, you know, I give them a lot of credit for reinventing them you know, reinventing themselves a little bit after the collapse, um, but they do have, you know, a few uh, very nice features uh, missing in their marketplace at this time, uh, if I'm not mistaken. You are not mistaken. They're missing some very important features. They told us uh, it will be resolved in two weeks. That was two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, there are partners, but I'm just, uh, I'm just saying that, uh, they have tremendous amounts of pressure from the Lavana community asking for those features to be implemented. So I, I'm kind of like not too concerned because they're, they're already getting a big push from, from the Lavana people to, to get those online. And then they're going to get a push from us as well. So hopefully they, they make it happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. It'll, it'll be great if those come out um, you know, before you guys launch. I'm going to uh, take uh, once again uh, this job for uh, a little while. <laughs> and uh, I just want to highlight that uh, these upgraded features that uh, they will need two weeks uh, to implement it in uh, the marketplace. Uh, we are talking about a search feature, a search bar. Then you can type, uh, you know, uh, the name of the collection. Hit enter, and this feature actually. All of y'all are so stupid. What? Uh, I think uh, Xulian, um 
is uh yeah yo my bad i'm just accepting people (laughs) yeah you you didn't see that coming i did not accept them i'm like this is for sure gonna (laughs) i i you know sethi invites jimmy the otter a lot and and i like him but but this one uh, i think was uh (laughs) um janice go ahead uh yeah so uh i'm just finding uh the lack of uh the search feature in the loop marketplace that's it yeah well you know search is is i think an extra i'd like to be able to filter by traits and that's not available so you can filter by token generated on loop and there's only one token that's generated by loop nfts which is loop um so you can filter by that. <laughs> Anyways, there are partners and they have, you know, they're putting a lot of effort in this marketplace. Let's give them a chance. Random Earth also had its lot of issues in the beginnings. And I don't know if you remember, Nowhere was, was not very user-friendly in the beginning and now it's good. So it takes time for these things to develop. They're brand new. Uh, the alternative is Hoppers and they have kind of UI UX uh, is, 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 is not the best. So, we, you know, be patient, guys. Uh, thank you that uh, you mentioned uh, Random Earth because I see Trendy uh, as a listener and uh, he possibly wants uh, to tell us something about uh, his experience the last week with uh, Random Earth. If he wants to take the stand and uh, uh, tell us his lack of customer experience. Is that what you're saying? I actually uh, uh, say that um, he and uh, Rex Motherfucker, if uh, you know him, uh, it's just the two of them in uh, Random Earth Discord, and uh, they are uh, replying to each other with gifs about. Uh, missing people or about uh, asking if anyone is here uh, and it's just the two of them and I get some random pings and uh, I am like oh okay it's uh, trying to erect again and uh, it's hilarious uh, for real it's so it's so funny uh, so it seems like a random earth discord is the place to be for uh, you know community engagement <laughs> Well, yeah, I wanted definitely. to ask a quick question. Sorry, uh, Janice, I'm driving right now, so that's why I'm not able to talk much. I hope you guys can. Hear All right, me. cool. Uh, any more questions on the whitelisting or direct bulls collection? Please let me know. I've invited Sefi, who's uh, pretty big on coffee. Hey, only I'm allowed to accept like retards as um, as speakers. That's perfect. What are you guys up to? Oh well. We're, we're up to talking about our collection coming out on, on Juno. And I know you're pretty bullish on Cosmos NFTs because you're probably yield farming all of them and yeah, using kind of, those profits I've got, I've to buy got, NFTs. Uh, I supported a validator. Um, I supported Spark on Stars. I supported a validator who started up on Juno with a pretty good delegation for the first time. Um, and um of course like uh you know nfts on luna and then even like the new luna classic crowd uh everyone's got like so there's a lot of uh, 
like NFT possibilities everywhere. Um, my hope is that like actually we get to a point where we have like interchain accounts making uh, NFT somewhat more fungible across these chains, so that like it doesn't matter necessarily which chain you're on. That could be really cool for NFT projects. I think we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, should mint wreck both, we're gonna have that powered by Axelar. Obviously, are you familiar with the Axelar tech? Uh, I'm not sure no. some people are. What's fans. happening? No. Oh, okay. Well, well you, you probably used Axel USDC on, on Terra, right? That's kind of the stable coin there right now. And uh, basically a communication layer. Um, and they're going to be implementing their general message passing um, on Cosmos in um, November. And basically what, simply put, what that enables you to do is you can move your NFT from any chain on cosmos um or even go to the ethereum chains or the evm as well and it's just one click you say you know bridge to secret or bridge to ethereum and you can they become very very mobile and interoperable so that that's really cool yeah interesting yeah i think a lot of these um cool solutions um should make it a lot easier to like get a wider audience for projects because like i don't know this like nft scenario where like you're married to one chain and like you're only sort of like og like uh users or that one chain um i don't know it's it's a, it's sort of limiting in many ways um it's nice to be able to do like different things on different chains depending on their governance philosophy and then not having to have your NFT specifically only tied to that if you don't want to have it that way, right? Mm. So it's, it's, I think it's bullish for the Cosmos at large to have these features. It's really cool. Yeah, and, and hopefully, you know, you can onboard people into these amazing protocols that are on Cosmos through, a, you know, an NFT pathway. Maybe they buy this NFT on OpenSea and then, oh, wow, I can move it to Juno. And, oh, wow, there's, you know, Lavana on Juna, and then I'll start doing perps or something like that. I don't know. Um, a lot of possibilities, I guess. Jordan, you had a question? Oh, no, I'm just really chilling. But actually, um, uh, a thought came out. So the original Wreck Wolves, um, they migrated to ETH, which is on a Layer 0 contract, right? Um, and then so the Wrecked Bulls uh, will be on on i guess axel are starting on juno through mint dow i guess i'm very curious to see how both will evolve i guess it's like is it really like an experimentation in progress by using two different sort of uh cross-chain technologies like where do you see those ending up um uh basically yeah that's a good point and it's funny because they're competitors um they're really competing one against each other. Axelar wants people to be using Axelar and Layer Zero wants people to be using Stargate and, and their protocol, right? Because uh, they make their monies off the fees of people bridging or, or moving their, their stuff. Uh, so, and usually, you know, I'm not sure how many winners are going to come out of this, let's call it multi-chain communication war. Uh, that's a mouthful. Anyways, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, uh, I, I feel like 
there's going to be a dominant one at the end. Maybe that's not true. Maybe one's going to be better for some things than the other. But I feel like one is going to be kind of the dominant one and people are going to be using that and that's going to be raking the majority of the fees. Uh, so they'll be happy about that. We don't care, right? As an NFT project, competition is good. Uh, we're the kind of, you know, the art and the community and they're the tech. So if Layer Zero incorporates things like Solana, incorporates things like, you know, the Cosmos and EVM, and they build it out quicker than Axelar, then, you know, it, it's cool because you'll have that. Or if Axelar does that first, then it's safer in in certain ways because uh, the tech that they're using kind of has uh, some safety features built in. Well, then that's cool too. It, for us, it doesn't really matter because we're the, the NFT collection. We're not, you know, engaging in that war and having best of both worlds or having both you know is i think is 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 pretty interesting uh zulian you had a comment on that yeah sure i'll, I'll add a bit um i think the biggest difference between axelar and layer zero is layer zero is only messaging where axelar does do uh wrapping of tokens like axel usdc or axel avax or axel eth you have on cosmos um, but Layer Zero did just sign a thing with uh, USDC, so their bridge is not going to be a bridge of tokens. It's native USDC across all the Layer Zero chains, so it removes the huge bridge side um, kind of issue, uh, which is really, really huge. So whenever you want to bridge, for example, USDC from ETH to Polygon or Avalanche, it burns the USDC tokens on ETH and mints new ones on Avalanche. Um, so layer zero is solving things in a slightly different way. Um, and also Jordan, uh, trippy wolves also have layer zero contracts, so they're multi-chain enabled as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, but it is, it is cool to kind of see how these multi-chain, uh, juggernauts are going to duke it out. I think from a branding perspective, uh, layer zero focusing on the fungible from my you know consumer perspective it seems like they're focusing on the fungibles such as usdc and and axelar maybe because they approached us for this nft project are focusing a little more on the non-fungible side julian is that accurate or it's just maybe my impression um it's yeah i mean they're a little different i think axelar is building like a lot more assets or more specifically on assets. Uh, Layer Zero is building a lot more on the infrastructure side um, and partnering with existing assets. Um, so it, it's a slightly different um, kind of battle. But yeah, they're both multi-chain. Layer Zero is also more on the different chains. They haven't moved on over to Cosmos as much, whereas you got Axelar, which is very, very big on Cosmos, in my opinion. It's a bit of an Achilles heel in Cosmos. If Axelar ever gets screwed, a lot of Cosmos will get wrecked. Um, you do have Synapse protocol that is expanding. Um, that's a, kind of the third runner uh, in this race. Um, Synapse has a really interesting approach to everything. It's similar to Axelar, where they have like their own network, and then the protocols kind of launch on that network and then are omni-chain by default. Um, yeah, they all have slightly different approaches. Um, in my opinion, they're all good. Like you don't want to have just one bridge to your chain or one way to move around. 
especially with DeFi NFTs, that you can solve it better. You're not really going to have a mint leak or a borrow an NFT accidentally, um, or like flash borrows on NFTs. So there, there's less of a risk, but with DeFi, um, yeah, you don't want to have just the one risk like Evmos or Moonbeam got completely wrecked with the Nomad hack. And yeah, they're gone. Um, you got that kind of stuff. So you don't want to have reliance on one specific bridge slash network. The reason Layer Zero isn't on Solana is because Wormhole has that lockdown. Uh, wormhole is by jump. And yeah, I've been talking with the auditors uh, that did the Layer Zero Solana integration. And it's basically, yeah, Wormhole doesn't want anyone else getting in on that action to bridging to Solana. So. Yeah, they want to be hacked all alone and then bailed out by Sam. Just exactly. like yeah. yeah, yeah, they want to be the only ones hacked on Solana. <laughs> what's the um what's the supply and price? I, I remember reading the Rex Bolt medium article, I just don't have it in front of me right now. Was that already announced or decided yet? Yeah, it's a dynamic supply. So basically, we're going to be asking holders how many rec bulls they want to be minting. And depending on their answer, we're going to adjust the final supply as well as the final price. So we're expecting the final supply to be anywhere between two and 3,000, uh, possibly 4,000, but I highly doubt it. And the mint price from, you know, 40 that the, the 70 or 80 bucks but uh again it's a range that will depend on how many people want to be minting that's very it's very difficult for us to gauge a supply and a price in the bear market so we're kind of giving the power to holders to decide if they want to mint or if they'd rather not mint and burn their whitelist and basically reduce supply um, so, you know, kind of like a little gamification even before the mint starts. Yeah, the concept is kind of tricky and we hope it works out. Theoretically, it made sense in our heads and when we talked it out, but hoping, you know, it, it actually, uh, it, it pans out as, as we had planned. So is that a, is that a current vote in the discord at the moment? Or No, is that- no, it's not live yet. It, it's going to go live tomorrow. You're going to be filling out a form and in the form, it will say how many whitelists you have. So if you hold five trippy wolves, then you have five whitelists, but maybe you only want to mint three bulls. So you say, I want to mint three bulls and the two that you don't mint are burned from the final supply. So instead of being 3000, it's 3000 minus the two that you burned. It, it's really fun ponsonomics on JPEGs. I actually am really enjoying this. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I agree. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing the results, man. It, it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I really want to see what will happen with uh, the barns and uh, the revealing. I really want to see how this goes. You know, not financial advice, but. Usually unrevealed, you know, go for a premium, right? Because there's that excitement still there. But the DGENs 
they they have to you know reveal they they want to open it they can't wait so they, you know it's the people that need to open their christmas presents the day before christmas right uh so that type of personality is is good for the market too <laughs> oh, i forgot really to mention me. sorry stuff you go for it oh nothing uh, for some reason i forgot to mention uh when we were talking about nfts uh before i forgot to mention secret and uh huawa uh so like i didn't mean to sound like uh i was excluding a bunch of people earlier when i was given the list of places in cosmos you could buy nfts but anyway just, just thought i'd throw that in there <laughs> so you exclude omniflix oh yeah omniflix too shit like <laughs> the list is getting long so it's like yeah, yeah. It's, you know, growing every day, uh, people launch a chain. So we're going to have the Kuji NFTs, but they're not, they're not launching on Kajira, right? They're going to be launching on, uh, on Stargaze. Um, so that'll be fun. I, I think it's, it's a good move by the team to um, have that Stargaze chain dedicated for the Kuji NFTs and uh, leaving the platform intact for whatever they want to be doing on, on their blockchain. But uh I'm expecting more NFTs on more chains in the future. Uh, since you mentioned uh, Kujira uh, NFTs, and since uh, our uh, our friend Sefi talked about uh, some validators on Juno earlier, I think it is a good time to seal him uh, the direct validator for his Kuji, because I am sure he's... Uh, um, he's uh, delegating with uh, Danku, which holds a very, uh, a very big amount of. Uh, Actually, I haven't, power. I haven't, uh, I haven't delegated my Kuji yet. It's, it's sitting. I, I got it, but it's sitting in my wallet. So I need to, I need to sort that out. Oh, great! That then, that's a great opportunity uh, for you to actually uh, delegate with Rect Validator, which uh, run. It is run by a fantastic member of our community. It is not DAO owned, of course. Uh, yeah, it is I'll run uh, from uh, by PBR. He's a very uh, good person of our community. And since we are sealing PBR, he also launched the first Kuji themed uh, NFT on Stargaze on Friday, which on Thursday, sorry, which minted out on Friday morning. Yeah, his collection yeah. minted out, and the second-hand marketplace people are just diamond-handing the collection, which is kind of annoying. I thought people would just try to flip it for a buck, and now they like the highest, the lowest price is like ten x the mint price, and it's just kind of annoying. I think they're they're like three x up, but uh, yeah, people are are diamond-handing the the first Kujira-themed NFTs. I think uh, a lot of people are excited about the Kujira protocol. So they're, they're kind of, uh, you know, thinking that these might uh, accrue in value in the future and hold some sort of a historical value in the ecosystem or in the crypto space in general. Uh, go ahead, Colbert. Uh, I just wanted to double check or if you could clarify. I think I remember you guys either had an announcement or said something at some point during a, a space. Uh, the new Rec Bulls collection is going to have some type of utility or integration within with the DeFi protocol. Is that correct? Uh, whether it's Labana or Kujeras or TBD, what, is any further word on that? Yes, but no comment. But yes. 
So, so we're working hard on making it happen. Uh, and as you know, we like to triple check <laughs> before announcing anything. So we want to make sure that, you know, it works. It's all clear and it's finalized before making any type of announcement. It's just like the one planet uh, migration, right? It, we announced it and when we did, that was the date, right? So um want to triple check for it to happen, but we're working on it. Sounds exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm excited for it. I, I hope, you know, anyways, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to leak alpha, so I'll just stop, but I'm excited about it. Actually, rolling it back, uh, back to the game theory with um, minting, you know, so let's say you have three wrecked wolves, three trippy wolves. You're going to get six whitelists, potentially, for the wrecked wolves, right? But we can choose to burn them. I guess what incentive is there for the individual to burn their whitelists? Uh other than it just decreases the total supply. It's almost kind of like an altruistic mechanism in a sense, right? Yeah, so there's two incentives. One is burning the supply, um, which usually people always want to be burning supply, by the way. I mean, Lungdao is is like built on this, uh, burning Luna tokens. So here you have your chance to burn bulls <laughs> even before they're born. So um, it, it is altruistic, yes, but it's also monetary because a smaller supply is usually easier to move uh, in terms of, you know, floor price because there, there's just less to be listed. One. And two, anyone that does burn is put into a raffle to win wrecked bulls. So there's like two incentives for it. There, there's the raffle and there's the fact that the market cap is going to be probably easier to move if it's a smaller supply collection oh okay i forgot about the uh the raffle mechanism so do we know um how many wrecked wolves will be given away at all yeah well, well no we don't know we haven't uh we haven't selected a number uh for the raffle but yeah that's a good point we'll kind of have to figure out the mechanics for that Obviously, we don't want you to burn all your supply and then, you know, it's kind of becomes like a hundred piece collection. Uh, <laughs> uh, we do want you guys to mint some. So so it kind of it's very difficult and tricky for us to balance it all out. If you don't burn them, well, they're probably going to be cheaper. So you got that incentive. You know, you can mint more for cheaper. Um, a lot of dynamics and ponzinomics, like Zulian said, working at the same time. I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, and I guess we'll, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Yes. And we'll, we will clarify the amount of, uh, wolves and bulls and trippy wolves that will be included in the raffle. Uh, hi guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. V, uh, wedding's over. Oh, perfect. No, wedding's been over for a while. I'm driving. I'm just on the motorway right now. That's why I couldn't speak. I did try to speak a few times. I just wanted to remind Sefi, he was saying that he does have a wrecked wolf, so just wanted to let him know that he's going to have to fill in a form if he wants to get a wrecked bull. Not sure Sefi said that, but... <laughs> oh, there's, <laughs> no, a, he there's a form? He, 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 no, he, did, he does. He told me that him or one of his teams, like, they, they do have a wrecked wolf. So there's a, there's a form to fill out for a bull? There will be. Don't worry, we'll let you know. <laughs> 
Hey, this is all very Web2 still, man. Like this multi-chain thing is kind of complicated. Uh, just like our migration, you had to send your wolves to a centralized wallet and then you had to put in your ETH address in the memo. And that's how we kind of whitelisted you for the remint on ETH um, because that tech is kind of simple. We could have done something cross-chain, but it but it gets pretty tricky and complicated. Yeah, I just kind of I have a bunch of like Juno staked, right? So when um, like if I when I was getting a phone call, when I claim my yield every month or whatever, I can always spend it on something like uh, NFTs or whatever. Nice. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to ask uh, in in terms of sorry, I know it's going way way back. Uh, in terms of marketplaces on Cosmos, I know Stargaze is the one with the most liquidity, with the most rugs, uh, and with the most projects. But in terms of uh, the features that they have, I remember trying to search for certain traits uh, on, for example, the Space Ape Society, and I couldn't really filter out the traits. Yeah, I'm the not sure why Stargaze people is- are hating. Stargaze interface still kind of sucks, actually. There, there's some work to be done. I think they're working on all that, though. Perfect. So if, if they're still struggling with that, I'm not sure why people are hating so much on Luke. Hey, for Stargaze, if you, I, their site sucks as far as um, searching for trace. If you go to, they have a partner site called hubble.tools, H-U-B-B-L-E dot tools. Um, if you check that out, you can actually go into the collection. You can search by freaking traits. Uh, they, you could stack traits, so you can search for more than just one. Um, it's a super powerful site. Uh, it's pretty basic looking, but the features that it does is, I mean, I search all my NFTs from there. Yeah, I've used that. I think you told me about that one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a pretty good useful yeah, site. Yeah, it's, it's a great supplement to be able to, like, I don't even shop for NFTs on Stargaze. I literally go to Hubble, and then when you find what you want, if it's on sale, you can literally click it and it brings you right to the listing and you can buy it. Um, I don't know why Stargaze hasn't like just hired that freaking dude to just, you know, <laughs> build out their site or what. But uh, it's, a, it's a great resource. Zerka, while we're talking about this, I'm not sure if we have the time, but could we set the launch around a time when people don't even have to go to Loop to find the wrecked goal that they want to find? we can set it all up on the Rect Gang website, on the new website, so that people can filter the trait, search the Rect Bull that they want to find, and they can click the link and it'll take them straight to the page on Loop. So we're not going to complain about Loop or anything else, and that way we're going to get more uh, we're going to get more people coming onto our website and everything too, and we can put some nice ads up there so that we can get some money for those ads. Um, I don't think we're going to put ads it's very web two ish, uh, but uh, and I don't think we're going to be doing the filtering through the website either. I'm hoping Loop fixes it, but 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 wait wait wait, uh, we are kind of working on. Um, I know I'm very familiar with Hubble. Uh, we talked, we chatted with them uh, a while back. Anyways, we're working on on some site for for Juno as well, kind of like uh what we had on Terra. We had one of those uh, metric sites. I'm sorry? I said, are we talking about a market aggregator? 
No, it's not a market aggregator. It's more of an analytics site with volume and, you know, all those uh, trading uh, stats that you'd like to have for NFTs. So working on that for Juno, um, to kind of have like a Hubble Lite version. So maybe we'll do it through there. Not sure we're going to do it on the website with ads. <laughs> Anyways, I'm hoping they fix it, right? Like, it... I'm just a little, you know, maybe I'm not a tech guy. I don't understand how, why, why it's so difficult uh, to Bro, pull that out. Them. Why are you trusting them? Don't trust Loop to build the filter trade thing. Let's just do it ourselves. It will bring more, uh, more people to the website and uh, we can just do it directly from there. I think it will be fun. We'll, we'll consider it. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe. I think what's stifling uh, some of the innovation in NFT markets in Cosmos, I think most of them so far have been closed source. I'm not sure if any of them have been open sourced. Um, maybe Stargaze is, but I'm not. I'm not sure on that. Yeah, you're right. There, there are there. They all are closed source, um, and it seems like they're all rebuilding from scratch the same things. I, I don't understand. Like you know, on Terra we had five or six marketplaces, whatnot, um, and now, you know, even even migrating the random Earth seemed like very complicated task. Nowhere was there really quickly though, so I don't know. Anyways, uh, I agree. I think everybody wants to be the first mover. And Cosmos, and that's why people aren't sharing their notes because they're afraid of being copied. Uh, and on ETH, you know, the first mover is so big, it's already settled. They just don't care. Just like, you know, this this is us. This is OpenSea. This is our model. Um, but yeah, I think people are kind of afraid of being copied here. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. It, it just sucks, though, because it doesn't really help provide for any um, faster innovation and development amongst the teams. But I don't know. That's just where we are right now. <laughs> Maybe that'll change uh, in a few years, within a few years. So, What would be fun is if we open a cross-chain uh, market aggregator type wrecked marketplace across the cosmos and make it open sourced. I think that would be fun. Well, TFM have a marketplace aggregator, right? On, um, on Terra, but, but they're working on multi-chain and their, their marketplace aggregator is amazing. Um, so maybe that will be the solution. Kind of just ask TFM to do all the trade filtering and so on. Have you tried them out? Any anyone tried them out? Like we 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 tried them out before the collapse and it was it was revolutionary. Because we had like five marketplaces and you could all see them through this one aggregator that was beautifully designed. Yeah. Um I tried them out a little bit. It was pretty clean. Obviously it was this was like right before the crash happened, which kind of sucks for, for uh, them and a few other teams that were building some cool shit. But um, yeah, I think they, they should probably do really well with a cross-chain aggregator. Um, I guess we'll see, right? Um, I know um, I got my buddies over at Arcade and they, they, uh, they're responsible for making the Kadenables over on Kadena. And I think uh, they have some plans in the future um, for some 
cross-chain or multi-chain stuff. They're looking to build some new stuff out there. Um, I think that team's too strong for Kadena, but that's just me. But, uh, yeah. I'm really enjoying this moment of silence. Sorry to break it. It's okay. You can to your own day. Enjoy the silence. Uh, g- going back. I, was, bar, I, 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 was, I, I thought that uh, there was some problem with my internet, to be honest. Yeah, I thought I was lagging out. So I was like, I turned on and off my Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, I really like the, the bull, the unreleased bulls. It, it reminds me a lot of uh, Pokemon packs and the old packs that were never opened and then doing a reveal years later. See if you still have something nice. Um, I'm curious to see if DGENs are all going to max open or if we're going to have someone like PBR not opening any of them. See something like that happening. So now that it's rebranded to Rect Gang, um, it's it it's basically alluding to that we may see more uh well different animals in the future, right? Yeah, we wanted to kind of have that flexibility of, you know, being creative and not sticking to one animal type. Um and it just made a lot more sense because we always plan to do original art on different chains and you're pretty much if you're doing a wolf well you're doing a wolf you could try different art styles and we did try different art styles but it just feels very um disorganized and there's no cohesiveness when you're going with different art styles but like the same you know animal compared to going with a different animal in the similar art style or the same artist, basically, it, it, it just works, right? Like the wrecked bulls, like, why would a bull meet a wolf? It makes no sense, but he the comic, it, I'm sorry? <laughs> I missed the joke, sorry. <laughs> but, but, there. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, basically, that's some issues. We're, we're speaking at the same time but anyways i was saying that that was kind of the vision of having uh the wreck gang is we can have the flexibility of of different um animals well i'm not sure what's going on but um for what it's worth i, I think it'd be really cool to at some point see um kind of like how some of the projects on ethereum have done uh like dead Cellos, for example they started out with their cartoon base um but now apparently they're going to be they're making the art to make it compatible with both voxel and pixel games, as well as uh, any 3D metaverses. So I think it'd be really cool to see interpretations of uh, the Wrecked Gang uh, in other games at some point. Obviously, this is down the future and down the line, but I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, um, I think I agree with that, right? And, and we have the Pixel Wolf or the Metaverse uh, or the Pixel Wrecked Wolf but ultimately, it's the same character, right? It's still the wrecked wolf, just reimagined. So I think, you know, having the option of having different characters and new characters, you need to expand a little more. And yeah, so, so that was kind of the idea. Maybe we will have some, some you know, 
funky type of uh, <laughs> animals in the future. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was the whole idea behind that. Go ahead, V. I'll let you speak. Um, I didn't really want to speak. I'm driving right now. But, yeah, yeah, I put okay. you on the spot. That was... speak. No, no worries at all. Um, what, what did you guys want to speak about? Well, someone in the chat asked, what is a V? What um... is a V? <laughs> There's many interpretations to that. So you, you can't, basically, you can't put it in a box. So I'm not like gonna... a jack. A jack is very different, though. A jack is claiming that it's not in a box. But a V can't be in a box. It's something that you can't really restrict to anything. It's intangible. Um, I think that uh, a, a V is a bearish uh, indicator or a bearish index. One of many things. One of many things. Ah, or uh, a, a FUD incubator, we could say. Man, I just remembered I needed to start those uh, fudding spaces with projects. And it's just been such a busy week with work. I've not really been able to do that. I really need to start start with those. Um, I hope we can get Sefi in and he can join in with some questions and stuff too. Um, we were planning on starting with Rect Gang itself um, because uh, PFP projects are the easiest to FUD uh, because in their entirety, the only utility that PFP projects have is just the PFP. And aside from that, they call the community the utility, but the community pretty much is the same and it can move to any, any project. So that's not really a utility. So, I mean, I'm not sure why people are even going to mint these wrecked balls. They should just ban them. And here we go. V, what happened with uh, Full Spend Yacht Club? We had, we had such a nice spaces with them. You, I, I, I actually don't know much, but from what I gathered, I believe they wanted to. I mean, it was quite a rushed mint. I didn't think they were planning on minting so early, but uh, from my understanding, they needed to place some orders for the miners, uh, for some miners, and uh, there's a specific website or person or company that they can place those ordered with, orders with. And uh, the, time, the way they had timed the mint was so that they can get the funds and order the miners. And then it fell through or something. I think, but well, they got rugged by their dev first. The dev that was working with them didn't actually do the work that he was supposed to do. So they had to fire him and hire a new dev. And uh, after that, the, their order for the miners didn't really go through. So they got some funds from the mint. They turned it into USDC. They tried to place the order. It failed. So now they have to convert it all back into CADA and refund all the people. And they're going to look at minting again in a few weeks' time. And uh, from 
what I can remember, they were trying to time it again with the when they can place the order or something. But it's it's quite confusing, and I think uh, the cater guys would be able to tell us a bit more about it. But I, I mean, personally, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed that spaces. Um, I, I wish them guys good luck, and I hope they do really well. I, li- I really like the guys and what what they're doing, but I'm I'm not investing in it because three hundred dollars is a bit too much. It, it, it's a bit pricey for me. Okay, but they didn't rug, right? It's only uh, like a technical thing that happened. No, no, no. They didn't rug at all. They didn't. They didn't rug. Uh, I think it was uh, some other uh, Kada mining projects that just started coming into the Discord and spread spread the FUD that uh, X money has moved from this wallet to that wallet and they've rugged. But no, no, they, they've not rugged at all. They're still there. And the thing is that they're planning on refunding uh, the community, which is amazing. And I think a community can't ask for anything more than that. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that's cool. Um, all right, anyone else has questions on the Bulls Mint? Or I guess uh, we're at the section where we can talk about or should talk about anything. If we can uh, talk about uh, anything, and uh, I don't see anyone uh, having any questions, I think uh, since we have Jordan here, uh, he can uh, he can spill some beans about the new Hero Kujira collection launching on Stargaze in uh, about two weeks. Wait, is um, Jordan involved with Heroes? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, Gene actually takes a lot of the helm on this one. So, um, are you in the core team? Are you yeah, correct. Co-founder? Correct. Uh, so I work so with. Bro, me. tell me one thing first. What what's up with the repetitive artwork? Like it's all the same. Like it's not changing at all. Like with the Kajira collection, it just seems like the clothes and the background have been changed. But it's exactly yeah. the same collection as you guys had on Terror. So it's. Well, I, I mean, think it was a way. Yeah, yeah, I can speak a little bit on that. I mean, I didn't really have um, too much of a say in the artistic de- decision. Um, so I. I was actually originally just an advisor uh, starting out uh, just for strategy and then um, kind of evolved into, uh, you know, an actual strategy position just because there was a lot more going on. Um, And then after the crash, then there was a lot less going on, right? Um, (laughs) That's just how it all kind of crumbled. But I think uh, it's a really cool way to kind of bring back the Terra vibes um, that was once on Terra. Uh, cause even Terra, both Terra classic is just all, you know, meme coiners, uh, right now. And, um, Terra two is a little lackluster. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, the OG heroes still exist, but, um, a lot of people are excited about the, the new Kujira collection. So, um, I know that, um, Saitoshi, uh, not Satoshi, but Saitoshi, he's the, I think he took over, uh, the Terrabots DAO um because the founders like i guess they didn't have enough time for that project but he's he's uh spearheading a lot of the art on this one um and so i'm actually enjoying what what the results look like and i'm sure you guys have seen a lot of sneak peeks so it, it looks really cool um 
the art to me doesn't look the same, um, but that's up to you, for you guys to decide. Bro, um, it looks exactly the same, literally. Just the background and the clothes have been changed. It's like uh, a lot of inspiration from Naruto with those uh, black and red cloaks. Uh, I forget the name of those guys. Oh, uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, well, those like... have just been copied and the background's been changed and it's like, woohoo, new collection. But it's not It's not exactly a new collection. It's, it's exactly the same as the Terror collection. Well, you'd have, and... to see, you'd have to see. So his username is ProneWChaos on Twitter. Um, and so there's actually, a, it's a different guy doing the art. So there's some guy, we have another artist on the team that's like making some of the different pieces, but I think Saitoshi has actually been also making some of the, the pieces and, and coordinating it all. It Obviously, it's going to look similar because some traits are used, reused in this new collection. But um, yeah, I mean, I, again, I can't speak on the design and artistic side too much because that's, I, I literally have nothing to do with that part. But um, I mean, some of the other designs that they came out with are really cool. Um, My but, second question is, what is the yeah, but they, of they, heroes? You have to, uh, let me just Jericho, talk about the art. Let me fad. Come on. Let me fad, but let yeah, me um, finish so, this art thing. As far as utility, the, the original utility was like, okay, cool, we're going to you know, take all these funds, make a game. Now, unfortunately, like many other Terra teams, uh, all the funds are, and this is like public knowledge, this isn't like, you know, something that isn't known because the team held UST and Luna. A lot of that isn't really worth much. And then, so they had another, they had a mint on Stargaze. Um, and if you were to go ahead and calculate out, um, I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but um, I remember the actual revenue not being really great <laughs> just because Stargaze is a smaller market. Um, Cosmos NFTs are still very early and it's also a bear market. Um, so, I mean, I think it came out to, I don't know, probably like 20K USD. Um, don't think you can really do much in terms of like game development because there's no game devs in-house um, either. And if they were, they were, they'd probably leave by now because there's not enough funding to pay them. Um, but it's, it's just another, at the moment, it's just another PFP project. I know where um, uh, Gene is spearheading the DAO effort with, uh, a team called Dow Dow on Juno, and so they're going to be one of the first NFT DAOs, which would be really cool. Um, and so we'll see how that goes from there. But um, yeah. So V, I just want to talk about the art. I hope you can hear me well. Um, there's so. I'm not many sure if Wrecked know. Gang is talking, but I can't see um, them speak. I just see them unmute once in a while, and I can't. Here in Jordan, they're speaking. So Zerka is speaking right now, and he's uh, about to tell me about the art. Go on, Zerka. Do you hear me, V? And Jordan doesn't hear me. Jordan can't hear you. Yeah, I can hear you, but Jordan can't hear you. I, I don't I know. I can why. hear you too, but I I wish I could not hear V, but I can hear V too. No, I'm okay, joking. V, I'm so joking. <laughs> everyone can hear V. <laughs> I can only hear Jordan that's and the Parker. Most, I can't hear V. That's that's the most important thing that everyone can hear me. Go on, Zerka. Did you want to tell me something? Oh, in terms of utility, sorry, I, that wasn't actually. I, I was just talking about, and I was about to say that is the only utility of heroes to keep 
minting numerous collections or is there anything else too? That's what I was about to ask, but you actually went on and told me about the game too. Zerka, back to you. Tell me about the art. I wanted to talk about the art because you have to notice how many traits there are in the hero collection. There's a ridiculous amount of traits. Um, and in this new Kajira collection, I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of traits too. It's just, um, I think, you know, what happens is when they're, they're robots, right? I, I, I hope I can call them robots uh, or, or heroes, but uh, the issue is when they're robots, or I guess not the issue, it's a stylistical choice, is when they're robots, they kind of look like robots, right? So what you see is you see a robot all the time, but if you look a little closer, you'll notice that all the traits are very different and, you know, uh, they've been working very hard and kind of developing new art pieces to add to the hero robot. But it, from, from afar, right, it, it, it looks like a robot. So maybe that's why you think they look the same. But if you look closer, they're actually very intricate and very varied in terms of art style. I don't know if that makes sense, but it, it kind of reminds me of uh, Everi on Ethereum, which which also had that that feedback, right? Where um, they they look a little bit the same, even though there's a lot of detail into it. Uh, and same for Mechaverse. So robot collections are very difficult to do because they're not human, or they're not they don't have that animal face that people can understand or, or, or see the nuance of the expression. Um, it, but the art is is very much, you know, that there's a lot of work that goes into putting out that art. Is all I'm saying. I hope that only only a robot can understand robot artwork. Only a bot can understand bot artwork. So yeah, thanks thanks for clarifying that, Zerka. Appreciate. Yeah, that was kind of my only well, you know, the the comment I wanted to make about the art because I feel like the art is is maybe people find it cool, right? I, I think a lot of people find it cool. Um, and maybe you do notice the background more than anything because it takes out most of the PFP. Uh, so the background kind of is, is very dominant and you think it's they're only changing the background, but it's not the case. Anyways, I'm trying to, to shield the art. Any more questions or, or comments, Pete? Uh, or Jordan? <laughs> Jordan, can you hear Zerka? Sorry, what, what was that? So Zerka just told me about the hero's art and how it, uh, the new art is actually intricate because after uh, different traits and everything. I'm not sure if you heard him or not, but he's saying if there's any other questions or comments or anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I I don't know why, but I cannot. I can literally hear. I can hear you and probably anyone else on the panel, but I I can't hear whoever's speaking from the Rect Gang account. Like it just doesn't. It's it's really weird. I'm being serious. Uh, hopefully other speakers or people oh no he's just being really nice and defending the hero's artwork actually oh that's cool yeah <laughs> yeah well you know um, art's art subjective too I mean like it is what it yeah, is like, yeah so. I think for me it's just that I, uh, it's the same uh, robot base that's being used 
that I can see that it seems almost the same thing. And that's what Zerka is saying, that it's uh, numerous different traits are being used and the base might seem the same, but it's actually very intricate and different. And he was just telling me about a few other projects that have worked in the same way. But I think you might have to disconnect and connect again too. And then you might be able to hear Zerka. Yeah, let me give that a shot. Anyone else? Any questions? Any feedback? Uh, GPs had the first birthday today, so happy birthday to GPs. Um, they were an amazing project on Terror, did a lot, did amazing. Uh, unfortunately, the collapse brought them down. Hopefully, they continue to do good. Anything else anyone wanted to add? Zerka, are you still there? Yeah, but it seems no one can hear me, so I'm letting you talk. We, we can all hear you. Maybe Jordan couldn't hear me, okay. Yeah, I'm excited about the GP birthday. I can't believe it's been already one year. Uh, feels like it's been, I think Bess said, it feels like it's been 10. And, uh, a lot of things happened between the mint of GPs and, and today. We kind of saw the rise of GPs and then the collapse of Terra and now the rebirth. Uh, a very exciting space to be in, in general. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what, you know, all these people that are or were GP holders accomplish in the future as well. Uh, just from kind of being exposed to, to the GP Dow back in the day and all the ideas that came out of there I think were really cool. It was a great incubator of ideas. It still is, but uh, back then uh, uh, we had uh, right like you know, Bess and myself were, were super invested in, in the GP Dow. We had so many cool ideas and even for the future of GPs. Um, and, and there's still so many smart people involved in that project. Um, it's just very complicated to kind of, uh, I think this is one of the learnings to drive a DAO. Is it, it, it takes a lot of effort. and uh, but, but there's some beautiful things that can come out of it. So hoping that, you know, someone or finds the energy and the effort to kind of drive that DAO again, I think that's where they're going. Is that the, 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 the really a DAO-led project? Um, some amazing things can happen through the creativity of uh, all these smart people. Do you have any thoughts on the GP um, one-year anniversary, Zulian? I, I know you were kind of one of the OGs there too, right? Yeah, I was there for a while. Got a lot more involved. Towards the end, I guess. Um, I know it's it's interesting to see how those collections can have so much and then um, struggle with pivoting, and it just wrecks them. Got, to me, that's one of the bigger lessons: just being able to pivot, change course, and uh, move on correctly. Because uh, they had so much. I mean, they still do, but not not to what they have. Also, uh, diversification. They were really opposed to 
getting other things in treasury or in the collection or just completely reliant on one one chain and one thing so yeah those things can definitely come back and bite you i I was a big fan of what the galactic dow was doing and then they were like investing in projects which is also really cool um because back then you could take your uh gp and stake it in like the cryo the cryo chamber and like freeze it (laughs) but uh yeah, I don't I don't I guess we'll see what happens here from now. I, I think they probably plan to bring that back. Um obviously with less funds that might be a little harder to do. Um but uh, I'm I'm you know, GP's a, uh at a pretty cheap price compared to what it used to be. So I mean, it's a it's a cheap entry point, but um the problem is with being on Terra, there's a little bit of a lot of uncertainty uncertainty actually. Um, with it being on that chain, just given there's not too much going on there. And, you know, it's just the reality. Um, whereas, like, you know, there was something about minting my wrecked wolf uh, on Ethereum. At first, I was a little shaky about that. I was like, that's one of the few projects that decided to, post-Terra crash, decided to go on to, uh, or start out on ETH, even though it's a layer zero contract. Um, but there was just something about seeing wrecked wolf on OpenSea. Like it just like it just feels like it deserves to be on this grand stage, in my opinion, with our work. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see where all these projects go from here. Yeah, um, yeah, I too. It, it, it's weird to see it erect wolf on on OpenSea, but now I think we're we're all used to it, and it's just the new normal. Um, but yeah, GPs is it, to me was a good entry, right? I think I, I mentioned this in the Discord. Someone asked, "Should I buy a GP?" Uh, and I'm not the here the shield GPs, or maybe a little bit. But when there were 80 Luna for a couple of days, I'm like, I think it's a pretty good entry, guys. They're gonna have an announcement on their birthday, and now they're 100 Luna. So I guess you know they pumped a little bit. So that's cool. Um, and and really the the biggest innovation that came out of GP, in my opinion, was the group investments that we did as a DAO, and then the distribution of tokens to DAO members. I know in retrospect, it was a bad investment, but buying Luar tokens and having the privilege to buy it at an IDO price, right, as a VC investor, and then redistributing that token to DAO members, to me, nobody has done that. Like you could be your mini VC by owning a GP NFT. Things like validators, people have you know copied since then. Uh, and even that was done on Solana, Solana Monkey Business kind of had the validator at the same time as, as GP did. So, so, so that's been done and it's feasible, but being like a mini VC, I've yet to see anyone reproduce, you know, that type of, I don't want to call it utility, but that type of even like idea um, to me was was really innovative and kind of powerful since it, it gave power to the small NFT holder, the chance to be part of this big NFT project and, and be a, a venture capitalist per se, even though the investment was really bad and we bought lure tokens, okay? But forget about that. Think about, you know, uh, the possibilities of it all. No, I, I'm, I'm on board with you there. I thought that was really, really cool. I was like, this is a very unique uh, use case, even though, 
you know, maybe if you only had one GP, you wouldn't get a lot of tokens, but I, I still think it was a really cool um, concept because it's like, whoa, you, you know, you get a taste of, it's almost like Costco sampling. Um, you, you sample a little bit of these tokens uh, from, from these newer projects. Um, and I'm sure that if Terra were to continue uh, without the crash uh, in this alternate timeline, that Galactic DAO would have uh, been making investments all over uh, Terra and Cosmos and bringing them to Galactic Punk holders. Um, and hey, uh, it, it, I mean, from their, their newly announced roadmap, it looks like there still will be some uh, sort of staking. So we'll see how that goes, right? But uh, yeah, for what it's worth, though, I, I, uh, on the topic of like VC funding, um, I think the Wrecked Wolf or the Wrecked Gang, I should say, the I don't know who does the artwork, but the artwork is so well done and cohesive between uh, both the Wrecked Wolves and the Wrecked Bulls that like it's one of those projects that like you look at and like okay yeah you guys could be backed by Sequoia and Coinbase Ventures you know uh, I'm not sure what the plans are but that would be really cool down the line you know um, be cool just one day to see that you know Wrecked Gang closes a. Eight million dollar raise or something. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, that was. Uh, you know, I. I don't know. Okay, I'm not gonna promise anything. But one thing that we do have from our artwork and our name is originality. So, I think that's really important too basically and, and just like hero right it's an original idea it's an original concept it's not copyable uh, I, I think i already kind of mentioned this earlier in the call is the fact that we're our unique brand with unique art is sets us apart in terms of if ever we do want to do partnerships well you know we're not a board ape derivative or we're not i guess a crypto punk derivative uh we're our own art so that that's pretty cool there's no chances of you know or very little chance of us being sued by yuga um so you know i think yeah that, that's that's cool for that but uh the mini vc thing was was really good I, I like how you put the analogy that it's uh like going to costco another project that actually did this not as a vc but as a i guess the NFTs got the benefit was the bulls, right? The Luna bulls and the broker finance airdrop. And that broker airdrop was actually legit really good in terms of how many coins you got. So I'm hoping to see like more DeFi NFT integration in the future. Like D like NFT brings the community and, and DeFi brings some utility. Uh, Zulian, would you like to chat about maybe, I know you got a lot of thoughts on that. On uh, general NFT DeFi utility? Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you see that in the future on how NFTs and DeFi protocols operate between each other? Yeah, I think it, it's still very largely untapped and a lot. I, I've seen some projects attempting something. Um, there's a lot of options, I think. Uh, how do I say this without leaking? Um, I think that there's just a lot <laughs> that can be done without necessarily um, 
giving a project or a collection special traits or something that is completely outstanding. Um, a lot of utility that people want uh, isn't even utility. It's just like weird perks. Um, so one thing is actually giving your NFT utility and one thing is giving your NFT perks. Uh, perks are very fun. And if I think the real bridge or the real kind of next step is um, also bringing it into real world type of perks. Um, so like the recent partnership with Polygon and Starbucks, for example, um, like all, all they're doing is creating a reward system on chain. And then it's also enabling Starbucks reward tokens to kind of be resold on the market. So you can kind of collect those and then exchange them for any other reward token. So like there's a lot that can be done um, in kind of like the real world side and kind of rewards and yeah, that like membership type system and then with, with DeFi, it's like imagine if you could get i don't know perks at your bank um better deals um other things like historical ownership like you're, you're tracking your better users and then anyone that doesn't want to be in that group can always opt out and sell and not participate so it's it's a mix of bridging proper communities that nfts have with DeFi's that offer products that people can use. Um, so it's kind of bridging those two a bit, as well as offering perks that people are often going after. Um, I think I rambled, but I don't know if my point was kind of captured. You know, um, good points there made, Julian. Um, what sucks is I am actually a Bull Club NFT owner, and I don't even know if I can still claim those broker tokens or if that's closed. So I, I guess I might be erectable right now. <laughs> yeah, I think the airdrops for, uh, well, yeah, definitely. I think those are gone. You had to claim them and have them to migrate to Avalanche. I think those that migration's open soon. Um, but those type of airdrops for NFT holders are a lot of fun. I think uh, moving forward, working on that kind of stuff can be a lot of fun as well. Um, it's also a lot easier to do during a bull market where everyone kind of has money accessible and money is free and projects are open to giving away tokens and that kind of promotion stuff. So the, the type of partnerships during bear markets are a lot more, how to say, uh, tight in a way. Um, so you have to kind of do a proper give and take on how you deal with partnerships and how you deal with investments and airdrops. Like it'd be awesome if yeah, the Rect Gang had a treasury the size of what Galactic Punk was once was. Um, because yeah, when you have that type of capital, you can definitely approach projects and be like, hey, uh, let's do a proper partnership. We can invest. We can, you know, give holders this that. Uh, when you're working with a smaller treasury, it's it's you're you're just a slightly larger retail investor, if that. So, uh, you don't get the same uh, necessary perks or the same access as others might, like uh, Galactic DAO. Uh, I think at one point they had 1.5 million in uh, liquidity, liquid assets. So, yeah, it, it goes a lot further. I remember there was at the peak, I believe it was 120 million Luna 
Uh, well, dollars and in, in Luna staked on the validator, like people trusted, you know, or, or was it 120 or maybe it was 70 million? Anyways, it was it was like in the 50 plus million dollars staked on the GP validator. And that was generating about, oh, I don't remember, but that was generating a good chunk of change. It, 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 and that was like, you know, good income for the DAO, right? Like just the validator <laughs> generating all that revenue. So the treasury was very healthy. Uh, I agree. But but now I guess we're not bringing money as an NFT project. We're, we're bringing, you know, the community and uh, the brand and maybe some sort of intangible uh, shilling uh, skills <laughs> uh, or promotional skills uh, of said protocol that we partner with. So, um, yeah, I agree. Bull market was probably easier for these, but I, I think they'll, you know, that model is going to be reproduced. Um, and it seems to me like DeFi protocols are actually doing it on their own now. I'm not sure that's the best way, but it's a good way. Is they're launching their own NFT collections, right? Um, and then they're giving them utilities. And, you know, if you want to be part of set protocol, we'll buy our NFT and you're part of our community and you get like yield boosting and things like that. So it's another approach the DeFi protocol launching their own collection. Yeah. Um, what's really cool is, though, is I feel like Rec Gang has been holding strong as a as both a project and a community, um, despite not having as much funding, um, even from the start before Terra Crash, uh, which is remarkable. Like it just shows how like grassroots and um, really community and DAO driven uh, the community is here. So, um, but on a side note, uh, just a little shameless show, I might be getting into Republic's um, venture fellow associates program. So, um, you know, if if in the plans like down the road that Rekt Gang does want to do some sort of raise at all in the future, that might be um, assuming I'm getting into this program. I find out, I think, tomorrow or in a couple of days um, would be cool to see if uh, that's a possibility down the road. But. Yeah. So, Jordan, you're saying you can give us money or get us money. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm no. interested. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no guarantees, obviously, because I I'm not sure on the whole process over there. Um, but I do know when I was reading through this program, because um, I was in, I'm in the final interview uh, stage or the final round uh, for Republic's venture fellow program, and so it's kind of like a it's like a program where they like train people up on like uh, the VC industry, pretty much. Um, you know, it's not like an actual role but you are connected with that community so you basically you get all the deal flow from there and then also you're supposed to share deal flow with them um so i mean there is potential like hey i can introduce rec gang as a project right hey this is a really cool strong dow community-led project nft project um they want to somehow maybe raise a series a or a seed round uh you know what are some utilities we could come up with that would make a lot of sense you know um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, there is a possibility there. Um, but I'd have to, I don't know what the exact process is yet. Um, but I do know they want me to bring in a couple projects, um, every so often. Hey, we, we, you know, we can move the world with 
<clears throat> one laptop, Giannis and V making memes, and myself ship posting on Twitter. I mean, that's very inexpensive. Uh, and <laughs> we can definitely make things happen. So imagine if we had some sort of real capital, what we could accomplish. That's my pitch right there. <laughs> yeah, wow. there you go. I, I can't even imagine uh, any of us getting paid for any of this of this shit posting that we do. But uh, it it would be nice. Wouldn't it be nice, Janice? Finally, your talents appreciated not only for you know the the culture, but also getting compensation for all the hard work you put in. Uh, yeah, it it would be really great. But yeah, we're we're really a, a a super lean team. That that's why we were able to kind of operate at uh, with a very low treasury. Uh, everything is pretty much done in house. Like we have one mod we pay, uh, who's a liquid spirit. That you know, most discords have more than one mods. So we only have one, and the the rest, uh, us founders, you know. <laughs> we're, we're very actively involved in the community so we kind of do most of the announcements and the community building stuff and the DAO members right the DAO officials are also elected and get paid but they don't get paid a lot at all they get paid like 200 bucks uh, which is nothing per month for the amount of work they put in so kind of having that very lean structure is super helpful in this bear market compared to something that has, you know, 10 mods or uh, is building out, you know, a game and needs to be paying devs full time and so on and so forth. So we're pretty lucky uh, in terms of not being very cost efficient. And uh, yeah, we, we do some investments, but they're, they're usually calculated and you know, small investments. It's not, uh, we haven't invested in Luart is all I'm saying. So treasury's fine. I don't know who was saying this, but that that's basically how you survive this bear market. I think it was Jonathan from Lavana. He was saying, you know, you gotta be a lean team, uh, very focused. And uh, it, 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 if you remove all the fluff, then you keep the core that's important for your business then you'll survive the bear market and you'll get all the wards during the, the, the bull. I think Lavana are a pretty big team, but they, they leaned out a lot. But a really good example of what I'm talking about is the Kujira team, right? I, I don't know how many people are in the Kujira team. I think there are like four or five guys building out this like $100 million market cap project. So, um, they're really focused on the product, right? And and that's what they're building out. I, Zulian, could you talk about the Kuji team and how lean they are actually? Yeah, they're they're super lean. Um, they did onboard two new guys in the past two months to handle more of the communications side and that kind of stuff. But yeah, the, the core team is like four guys. Um, they got. Hans, who's the lead dev, um, Dove, who does some of the front end and more of the business development and uh, project management side, uh, Slangdog, who does the UX, and they, they got one other guy 
Um, and then, yeah, they, they just onboarded two more guys because it was becoming a little bit too lean for a layer one blockchain in the haul that they're doing. Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely an example of lean teams. Yeah, and, and that's why it's basically working out really well for them because, you know, their whole thing is tokenomics are based on real yield, right? So that means they don't need a lot of money for to operate and, and they're not getting a lot of money most likely because, you know, they're, they don't have those inflationary tokens. So it, it kind of makes sense to me, you know, just, just pay the minimum amount and <laughs> for it all to work. Uh, and build out the, the the important stuff, and afterwards you can add things when the bull market returns, and you can add all these people, right? Anyways, I think it's it's a good model. All right, anybody else has topics they'd like to talk about? Um, didn't talk about the NFT market, but I think it's turning around. Maybe it's my wishful thinking, but we had two huge sales yesterday. Like uh, CryptoPunk sold for 1.2 milli. And uh, Ape sold for, I think, a million. Uh, we got Renga that popped off. Something like 2,500 ETH volume. Long time we didn't see 2,500 ETH on a collection that's old. Like Renga has been around for, I don't know, like three months now. Way more than that if you count the art of seasons. So anyways, uh, I'm hopeful that the stagnant crypto market it's still people are very unsure of what's going on in this macro side and, and hopefully that means people are going to be degening into jpegs instead of meme coins what do you think zillion that's kind of my thought yeah there's a lot of mixed um mixed things there uh the macro a lot of banks are failing i think credit suisse is going under this week most likely probably maybe uh the british pound so like v's uh, v got rugged on USK, and now he's getting rugged on uh, GBP. So the British pound is becoming a very bad algorithmic stable. Euro has been a pretty bad algo stable for a while. Um, so like a lot of people getting rugged on that side. Uh, banks are likely going to go under. It's interesting because a lot of uh, investors, a lot of uh, kind of people that had been bearish crypto for many, many years are suddenly saying, hey, all these banks failing might be actually pretty good for crypto. Um, and we've kind of seen that in the past week, two weeks with Bitcoin kind of holding its own while uh, NASDAQ and stonks uh, are crashing. Um, like they've made new lows and Bitcoin has kind of just chilled at 19K for a while. Um, whenever it goes under that, people seem to buy it up pretty quickly. So it's Definitely interesting. I think uh, if we can get a decoupling with crypto, um, JPEGs are always fun. I, if there is a full-on market meltdown, well, we saw what happened in Luna, and to me, that's kind of the biggest tell. Uh, people rather hold a JPEG that goes to zero than a token that goes to zero. So it would definitely be an interesting thing to watch if uh, money just kind of flows into JPEGs if the market crashes. It's going to be Bitcoin. That's it. You're going to be wrecked if you're not holding them. Bitcoin and JPEGs, okay? Because I, I hold JPEGs too, man. Yeah, our JPEGs are already wrecked. Doesn't matter. Thanks, Chubby.
What's interesting about um, JPEGs is because they, I think they hold some value because uh, they're basically collectibles. So kind of like a Pokemon card. Um, so I think that's why in the, the, the Terra crash, like what held the most value was not usually the tokens themselves, but all the NFTs. So I, I think that was like the craziest shit to have seen. But in retrospect, it kind of makes sense. You know, I mean, we have to consider that there's also where people saw might have the most future uh, for a while, like Galactic Punks held up. And then when the future of Galactic Punks got all murky, um, that price didn't totally hold up. Uh, and then other JPEGs went way worse. Like if there's no future, there's definitely no incentive to hold that specific JPEG. Right. So it, it's definitely going to be tied to the culture that the JPEGs can build around them. Um, if they can actually withstand test of time and communities drying up and so on. Yeah, well, you know, a Luna token without the Luna chain doesn't make sense, but a JPEG that's based on, you know, a game, like Derby is a good example, and that game hasn't been launched. It's all, you know, built in-house, and they haven't deployed it yet. Well, they just migrate polygon and they're going to launch the game there and it's all going to be good right so for them it didn't really affect them at all when i think about it uh outside of the fact that there was maybe more liquidity on on terra versus polygon uh back in the days but uh or or even for us right we're jpeg on 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 terra we just moved to eth and that's that and a lot of those projects that migrated to polygon as well but if your protocol like Anchor built on Terra and there's some more UST, then, uh, yeah, I don't know. The future of that is, is kind of wonky. Although I, I'm hearing uh, they're going to relaunch Anchor on Terra 2.0 or something. I'm not sure. Also relaunching UST? Yeah, that, that, that one I heard for sure. UST 2.0 is coming, whether you like it or not, man. Correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know... I think we all believe in the decentralized money story. I don't know if it's possible, right? I'm just, you know, maybe they hit me too hard and I, I don't know if it's possible anymore. I hope, but... Isn't uh, it already happening, though? Like, I'm confused. Oh, with the Bitcoin, right? What do you mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess decentralized stable coin. Let, let, let's put it that way. If, or decentralized U.S. dollar. That I don't know if it's if it's possible because it's the U.S. dollar, so it's kind of pegged already to the U.S. dollar, playing by their game, and uh, yeah, even in the case of Terra, we were shouting decentralized money, but TFL held like half of the Luna tokens, right? So you know, and then they bought Bitcoin with it. So. <laughs> Anyways. I'm hearing it might be collateralized this time and not an algo stable. So there's that. Oh, wait, sorry. Do you, are we talking, what, what do we, which stable coin are we talking about? UST 2.0, man. Oh, is it actually coming out? The rumors. Uh, that'll be interesting. Will you buy? Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I mean I don't I don't really know what's uh you know 
if it's got the same mechanism, of course not. But um, I guess we'll see what the hell happens from here, right? Um, you know, if it was, you know, back maker style, like maker and die, um, obviously there's some risk, but not as much risk as a complete algo stable, right? So I don't know. Uh, I I trust that the TFL team is big brain to be able to um, handle this, but. I don't know. It's the, the, a lot of the trust isn't really there from the community, though. That's the that's the issue. So that's that's their biggest hurdle, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, they could chill it to you that way. They could say, "Hey, guys, we 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 learned from our mistakes, and who better than us, you know, than to propose some sort of form of decentralized stablecoin because we kind of failed massively." So we can definitely adapt and adjust and we did build out the biggest algo stable coin or even decentralized coin in existence right with usd that was the biggest market cap uh back in the day so you know they they could definitely regain that trust i I can kind of see an angle where people some people trust them again i don't know it's uh I think it's not as clear cut as as we all think. Uh, the wound is still very fresh, and I definitely won't be investing myself. But I can see, you know, the narrative shaping for them to kind of build that out, and people trusting them again. Maybe I just like to get wrecked all the time. Zillion, so, you wouldn't invest in that. No, I'm. Um, there's so many better projects out there, and in terms of like decentralized stables, like uh, there, there's just so many projects. Um. Yeah, no, I, I don't. It, it's just you. You like to hurt yourself at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. Yep. It's all I gotta say there. All right, guys. It's been like two hours and twenty minutes or something like that. I'm not too sure, or, or, or maybe it's longer. No, almost three hours. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's hold hold these super long Twitter spaces. Um. We'll provide you the details for the bulls in a very neat package on Discord and on Mirror, so you don't have to listen to this whole spaces. And uh, let us know if you have questions on Discord or Twitter again. Um, I think it's going to be a fun mint. And uh, if you want to continue this discussion on uh, UST 2.0, we're available in Discord. Some will answer, some won't obviously and uh yeah thanks everyone for attending the spaces um really cool uh, appreciate y'all and uh we'll be here next week as usual um so yeah thanks again guys all right bye-bye everyone thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the wrecked gang the wrecked bulls coming to juno and the cosmos gonna wreck that shit too recorded on sunday october 2nd wrecking my weekend 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening.
Walking down the street in my 6-4 I never had a 6-4 A kid can wish though I snapped the wishbone And grabbed a fistful Chilling with the dopey This a weed is all I wish for I'm feeling blissful I gotta miss this My ginger always down to ride No matter what the mission I'm singing this song Got a couple albums out We do alright But it ain't really shit to write home about Like to feed the fishbowl Keep my stories mystical I like my beats Boom bap and rap to be lyrical I'm feeling cynical Craving a little ritual Save my place in line While I try to find a miracle I keep looking it, looking it, looking But never find nothing We've been lied to Thinking this surprise Under super secret lies Motherfucker sneak inside Going dark Now believe me When I say this shit is do or die Going dark Now believe me When I say this shit is do or die Going dark Now believe me When I say this shit is do or die the trenches, trying to stay offensive, trespassing here like this land looks expensive, ain't no time like the present, trying to stake a claim, just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims, we're almost kind of running out of land here, living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird, same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat, a little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep, head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake, never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away, seven time and space, while the wrecking ball the place, I expect you all to play, running marathons today, when the Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nixed Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Ten spaces.